Well, we met uh, yesterday as a team and then had a light practice and, and uh, great energy. Uh, legs are back. Um, I think the biggest thing was not to practice football, but to get, get away from football. And so we had uh, two weeks where we only practiced three days. And uh, our guys appreciated that. And they really appreciated the community feeding us for Thanksgiving and then being able to get home. So uh, in my mind, the spirit, the energy, the, the, the bounce in your step is as important as your bench press and 40 times. So I feel good about that. All right, we'll take questions, starting with Grant Sweeter from Kello TV. Coach, looking ahead to, to Delaware, uh, I mean, one thing that stands out is their defense. You know, it's certainly one of the best in the country. Uh, what do you kind of see when you look at their defense? I see uh, uh, 11 guys that are very well coached. I see a D-line that plays with unbelievable leverage uh, in terms of taking on blocks. Uh, I see a core linebackers that are physical son of guns that'll hit you and get off blocks and then their secondary a lot of variety back there uh but they do it they play it they play it well and and uh their their uh their safeties are really really good tacklers they ask them to do that a lot in their defense so uh it's a unique defense but well coached and and uh, again play with great technique where do you think on your offense you'll be challenged the most, you know, or, or you'll have to see, you know, the most step up, I suppose, to, to combat that defense? Um, you know, they're really good. So I, 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 I don't know if there's a specific thing. I think maybe our patience, you know, uh, our ability to understand that you're not going to get 12, 15-yard plays, run or pass. Uh and that uh, uh, I think that's, that's probably the biggest thing. And not that we've been a big play team this year. We haven't. Uh, but, but uh, you know, when we played Northern Iowa, it was very similar type of defense and, and very aggressive, and, and we had to be patient and, 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 and take advantage of opportunities we had. So I think that's the biggest deal. <clears throat> you know, I know you – I know it was a couple seasons ago, but is there anything – you know, I don't know if you even think about it or worry about it, but, you know, this is a team you played a couple of years ago when they came to, to Brookings for the playoffs. Is there any similarities or differences or do you not even look at? I don't look at it. Uh, I seldom look at even last year's game against a conference opponent, you know. Uh, I mean, never do we sit down and dig out our folder and say, what did we do last year? We, we start afresh. And so I, say, I think the similarity is it's, it's the same opponent we had in the playoffs, you know, different round of the playoffs, but same opponent. And, and we get to be at home. That's similar. So uh, we're looking forward to playing. Thanks, Coach. You bet. Next question will come from uh, Kevin Tresselini. Thanks, Jason. I appreciate it. Hey, Coach, uh, appreciate you taking some time to speak with us. Um, you know, was just wondering, you know, kind of a, a, a little bit of, of a follow-up on the previous question, but you guys did face Delaware two years ago, but it's a different coaching staff now. Defense still the same. Offense is is different. Um, you guys did such a good job in that game two years ago of getting pressure on Nolan Henderson, uh, sacking him seven times in that game. Uh, you know, will, will that be a point of emphasis? And as good as he is, is that something that you feel like you kind of have to do to possibly have success on Saturday? 
Well, I, I, I think this team, and, and uh, again, I don't, I haven't watched the film, but I think this team uh, is, he's, he's surely better, right, because of his age and his decision-making and, and the weapons he has to, to deliver the ball around. And so I, I doubt very much if, if uh, we're going to have seven sacks in the game. I don't think that's, that's a unique situation, especially when you're playing playoff football. But we hope to get some pressure on him. I know this, our defensive coaches are very impressed with uh, him specifically and, and what he does with the ball. Is is their offense uh, difficult from the standpoint of, you know, the tempo, the tempo that they run with it? Is that is that something that you guys have seen uh, much? And is, is, is that one of the things that makes them difficult to defend? Yeah, we haven't seen a lot of tempo, um, I think, early. Uh, we saw one of the teams was tempo. It's it's hard to replicate in practice. That's the biggest thing, uh, and and so you, we have our unique methods of doing that. But uh, we've always felt that a tempo team will not have as many weapons in terms of plays. Uh, their 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 benefit or their advantages uh, mastering the tempo part of the game and getting to the line and so on and. Our job is to not you know, is to give the quarterback a, a different look all the time, so he, he can't lock in on okay, this is cover two, this is cover three, uh, the, the blitz is coming from this side. So that also becomes tougher in a te- with a tempo team. Thanks, coach. Appreciate your time. You bet. Next question is to uh, Alvaro Torres from Endzoners. Hi, coach Steve. How was your week? It's been good. Been good. I get, you get uh, a week off and and uh, a weekend. Uh, watch a little football. You, you can't beat it. I felt like a civilian for a while. Okay. Well, uh, Delaware has a great offense. Will it be the biggest challenge your defense has faced this season? And will time of possession matter more in this game in order to keep them off the field? Uh, one of the one of the things we always talk about as a staff is what does the other side of the ball need, you know, uh, in terms of uh, we run the ball more on offense so our defense isn't on the field. Uh, I think their defense is good enough that we're not going to be able to dictate anything, and we're just going to be a team that tries to run our offense to the best of our ability, take advantage of what they might give us, and then the def- our defense has played pretty well. So ideally, our defense can can st- step up and uh, slow down their offense. Well, this season seems to be one of the most wide open as a national championship contenders are, are concerned. How important is it for you that the players have to go through through Brookings? I think North Dakota State has, has proven how, how beneficial it is to have home games, have the number one seed or the number two seed. We had it in the spring of 21, and we ended up getting to Frisco. So uh, I think it's important, uh, very important, and for a lot of reasons. Uh, you know, our, our fans, our field, our beds, our, our schedule. But bottom line is we have to win a football game before anything goes through Brookings. And so that's our goal at 1-0 today. Today, want to know and then see what happens building up to Saturday. Well, my last question is that only Caleb Sanders was announced as a candidate representing the program to one of the three FCS awards. Do you think that that speaks to how balanced your team is regarding individual performances? 
Well, yeah, Caleb is a really special player. We have a lot of special players. Uh, we, we were very well represented on the, the all-conference squad. I think the press and the coaches were very honoring to our, our players. Uh, so I don't know if we're balanced, but uh, we, we, we do have a lot of good players, and we play a lot of guys on defense. And so for a guy to have gaudy stats uh, is not going to happen because Caleb Sanders only gets to play half the football game, many games, whatever the score is. And so uh, he finished second in the voting for Defensive Player of the Year. For a nose guard to have that happen, I think is pretty special. Uh, he's a good football player. Thank you, Coach. You bet. All right, we'll move on to Zach Borg from Dakota News Now. Coach, how long do you think it's going to take your team to – kick off whatever rust they might have after being off this long or do you expect they can kind of go back to normal as though it was week to week um again i, I we had a really good short practice yesterday uh, i'd like to think we're a well-oiled machine so there is no rust but uh uh i do think uh you know just the the, the grind of a football game the grind of football practice that would be the the if there's rust or something that resembles that, that would be getting through a two-hour practice, getting through a three-hour game, because uh, we haven't played in a, in a couple Saturdays. But uh, I'd much rather take fresh legs than, than being beat up um, and having played last weekend. Uh, you looked at the first round of the playoffs. A lot of the scores were 30, 40, 50-plus points. There wasn't a whole lot of defense especially with the way your team has played. Does that make you uh, pretty confident uh, with the way your defense can dictate things that going into this thing that you have a pretty good chance to, to win a championship with a defense of this caliber? Well, I, I think it's, it's commonly uh, thought about that, uh, you know, defense wins championships. And I commented on a radio show last night. I was amazed at the amount of points that were scored in those games, uh, sometimes by both teams. And so does that, mean uh, they're not good defensively or they're really good offensively I, I i don't know that until you face uh face a team i know delaware scored the most and uh that's a bit concerning but uh i believe in our defense and uh and if you're going to get to frisco you're not going to just outscore people you, you got to play some good defense and speaking of that home field advantage, I mean, we kind of forget now because of what's happened the last few years, but you'd only had one home playoff game in the entirety of Coughlin alumni, and I think this will be the 10th or 11th, uh, if I'm not mistaken, home playoff game. You guys have only lost once at Dana J. Uh, what is it about that place that's kind of allowed you to, to turn it into a tough place to play uh, as, a, as a home field in the playoffs, even at times when you're not obviously drawing the, the, the regular season numbers you do and you're not necessarily getting the, the crowd noise that would maybe affect in during the regular season? I think uh, you know, the, just the, you're familiar with the setting. You're familiar with your locker room. You're familiar with the schedule. You're, there's, there's nothing new about it. The only difference, and we need to be reminded of this, we only dress 64 guys. They only get to dress 64 guys, so there's, there's no – home field advantage in terms of you have more guys for special teams and so on the NCA our players going to be our other players going to be sitting in the stands they can't even be on the sidelines so uh i would i would say this though uh, this year our crowd has been phenomenal absolutely phenomenal and and if we can have a phenomenal playoff crowd that will make a difference 
What does that mean? Um, I hope it means 14,000, 15,000, but uh, I'm, I'm not selling tickets. I'm trying to win a football game. So I know our people are doing their job. Thank you, Coach. Next question to uh, Andrew Holton, Brookings Register. John, you talked about going into this uh, layoff, how you guys kind of needed it because of your health. Um, how much do you think you guys got healthier over this uh, break? Um, right now, uh, the only guy that is somewhat questionable, and we've had some really positive results, is, is Adam Bach. Everybody else is ready to go. So I'd say, uh, again, a really a, a, a – a great blessing to be able to have those two breaks and then have the training staff that we have that invests in our guys. So I uh, didn't, didn't believe it at the, at the start, but I'm uh, I'm totally sold on it right now. So with that, how, how excited does that make you that, you know, you guys basically have a, a full football team going into Saturday. Tremendously excited. You know, you, you, you want to play, you want your players to be able to play full speed and you want the, the right guys on the field. So, um, I mean, you know, there's been times, Andrew, where we've got getting on the bus to go on a conference game. We can't find 64 healthy guys that are that are ready to play and that aren't being redshirted. So now we've got guys sitting in the stands that would be running down on the kickoff team if, if we could. So I'm excited about it. Your team has kind of faced pressure all year trying to, you know, keep that one seed after you guys beat North Dakota State. How much do you think – that helps going into this playoff setting where it's, you know, uh, winning, you're done. Yeah. Uh, our, our, uh, mental performance coach again, again, did a phenomenal job of addressing, uh, the fact that we are number one and that every, we're going to get everybody's best and, and, uh, but we should be used to being number one. I think the first week it happened, we were, we were a little bit, uh, maybe up in the clouds with that. But we've come back down, and, and uh, I don't think we, we we take it for granted. But I, I don't think it's it's uh, something that we 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 worry about. All right, we'll go to Chris Shad, also from the Brookings Register. Hey, Stig. Uh, just kind of a follow-up on Andrew's question. You know, I was reading about Delaware, and they're talking about flushing the end of the season because they had lost three out of four games. You guys are in a different position because you are you are the number one seed. You have the games at home. You know, you're expected to win these things. You know, does it make it easier to maybe flush is the wrong word, but just kind of move on and say, hey, this is a new season since you guys have been basically doing it all year long? Yeah, yeah. I don't know about easier. I, I think uh, when you come down to the situation where you have one game, you're guaranteed one game, uh, you look at those plays, you look at those reps, you look at those practices differently. On our, on our, on our, on our Sky Reports, uh, in the last game of the season, and in this Sky Report, we have the picture of our seniors, right? They, they don't get another rep uh, it, when the game ends if it doesn't end in our favor. And so... I think that is, for me, I'm a, I'm a people guy. That's huge motivation to do whatever I can so those guys get a chance to play football together uh, another week. And I know based on the culture of our program, our, our guys feel like that also. <clears throat> Looking at Delaware's offense, Chandler Harvin had three touchdowns against St. Francis. 
Dyrick Pitts has a catch in 42 straight games. You know, what makes them so successful as targets for Nolan Henderson? Um, they're very good, uh, number one. Uh, I won't use the team that the team in the Missouri Valley we think has the best skill. Our defensive staff feels Delaware's skill is better, right? So you're just talking about pure athletic ability. And then, then they have the grit and, and the – the, the skill to make the play because you can run around fast and jump high and drop the ball. These guys make plays. And uh, then they got a great quarterback uh, to deliver to the open guy and not, not throw it into coverage and stuff. So it's a, it's a good recipe for their offense. And then uh, just talk, looking at their ground game, you guys are one of the best run defenses in the nation, but they have a lot of running backs. They ran for, I believe it was like 280 yards last week. They got Kyron Crumby. They got Marcus Fiams, Quincy Watson, just to name a few. What challenges do they bring to your defense and uh, that has defended the run so well? Yeah, a, a di different, and I shouldn't say a different kind of run, but they're not a heavy set team. I mean, they, they can do it, but they're not a two tight end, three tight end type of team so what they do you know and again I call it communist football because I didn't grow up with it but you know they spread you out and they're up tempo and and so you better be in your gap and you better you better uh, do your job do your 111th or or they'll get yards and they're they're good in every phase of their offense so uh, and again the tempo thing the tempo thing is is a is surely an advantage for them because that's what they do we don't do that Hey, thanks, Coach. You bet. Move on to uh, Zach Lambert from Mitchell Daily Republic. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, hey, Coach. Um, I was wondering, you know, over the the time that you have you had off, how much uh, how how'd you balance kind of practice and rest, and what that looked like? And then, if I remember correctly, you were talking about a home run derby that you guys had. How how'd that wind up going for you? Yeah, the 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 first bye week, our, our uh, season ending, our season bye week, we practiced Monday, <clears throat> Tuesday, Wednesday, normal times, and and got some good work and did not scheme any any anything. We went good against good. On that Thursday, we were supposed to have a home run derby with our softball team, and and one of our teams had a COVID issue, so we we chose to not, uh, you know share that that time so we're going to do that in the spring so i'll have to get back to you on that and then this last week we practiced monday tuesday wednesday morning and sent the guys home for thanksgiving and, and again as a coach and i've answered these questions so many times so i just sum it up as a coach you spend hours and hours to try to figure out what to call in this situation and I spent hours trying to figure out what's best. We made the call, and it was the best thing we could have done. And so the situation, I believe, was the, the perfect situation for our program. Long answer. Sorry. Got another question from uh, Alvaro Torres. Coach, uh, this year you reach, you almost reached the – the record attendance of Dana Shea Dyke House Stadium with 19,332 people in attendance. Do you think that you will break the record on these playoffs? Uh, I hope so. I hope so. I, I think it'd be tough based on our weather, based on uh, the time of year in terms of holiday season, based on uh, deer hunting still and uh, it going on. 
uh, based on pheasant hunting and all those things, which if I wasn't coaching, I'd be out shooting pheasants right now in this weather. So, uh, so there's a lot of factors. But I tell you this, we have an unbelievable fan base, and the ones that can be there – uh, want to be there, will be there. And our ticket people have done a great job promoting and, and, and price-wise. So I'm excited.